Hello everyone, I'm Jim Karras. Welcome to another episode of the Hamburgers and Hot Rods podcast. The title of today's show is In-N-Out, California's first drive through hamburger stand. Beginning with this episode, we will present the story of five of Southern California's pioneering drive through restaurant chains over the next five shows. In today's show, we will feature the iconic Southern California born and based In-N-Out Hamburgers drive through restaurant chain. We will start with a classic version of the famous In-N-Out jingle heard on radio and television stations throughout Southern California for many years. Let's have a listen. Everything fresh, nothing frozen, that's no lie, that's what goes in it, in and out, that's what it's all about, hamburgers, shakes and fries, made the order right before you find the eyes, in and out, that's what it's all about. And for a hamburger that'll put a smile on your face, Ooh, this is the one. Yeah, this is the place. In and out. In and out. That's what I have. Starting in the late 1940s, as Southern Californians were spending more time in their cars than ever before, food service operators evolved to cater to the demand for quick food ready to be consumed hot and fresh. Because Southern California was so car-centric after the end of the war, many local entrepreneurs developed specific food handling operations to serve the emerging needs of their customers. Harry Schneider, with his dedicated and loving wife Esther by his side, started the beloved hamburger empire, In-N-Out Burgers, in Baldwin Park. Located in the San Gabriel Valley, just east of Los Angeles, on October 22, 1948. Now run by Harry and Esther's granddaughter, Lindsay Snyder Ellingson, the burger chain operates 347 hamburger drive through restaurants. Today, most locations now offer dine-in and takeout service. In-N-Out has grown over the years and operates in six western states including California, Nevada, Arizona, Utah, Texas, and Oregon. Each chain location is wholly owned and operated by the family. From the very beginning, the Snyder family has vowed to never franchise a single In-N-Out store and to this day, that still rings true. Harry Schneider invented the first remote speaker ordering system which allowed him to efficiently offer a new customer-friendly service concept, drive-through service. Unlike dine-in, take-out, or drive-in service commonly offered in 1948, Harry wanted to bring more efficiency with a higher degree of customer service to those he served. The novel concept of drive through service at the time was one of his answers to set in and out apart from the rest. Customers would turn into his restaurant's drive through lane, 
pull up to the large menu board adjacent to the ordering speaker and place their order from a very modest menu. A hamburger, cheeseburger, french fries, and a small selection of cold soft drinks were the offering at the time. The menu hasn't changed much from the early days when only a few modest additional food and drink offerings, such as a double cheeseburger, known by fans as the trademark Double Double, and additional hot and cold beverage offerings, such as frosty and thick real ice cream milkshakes, lemonade, and rich hot cocoa. To share a detailed history timeline of this beloved Southern California family business, here is Sabrina with some fascinating facts about In-N-Out. Here is an account of In-N-Out's history from the chain's website. In 1948, the first In-N-Out burger opens. Harry Snyder introduces California's first drive through hamburger stand in a space barely 10 square feet at Francis Guito and Garvey in Baldwin Park. Every day before dawn, Harry visits the meat and produce markets to pick out fresh ingredients, which he prepares by hand. Meanwhile, his wife Esther diligently takes care of all the accounting for the new restaurant at their home right around the corner. Also in 1948, a two-way speaker box is introduced. Working in his garage at night after long days of cooking burgers, Harry pursues his vision of enabling guests to order and receive their meals without leaving their cars. The introduction of his unique two-way speaker box lets In-N-Out offer true drive-through service worthy of its name. In 1954, they have an updated logo. The iconic In-N-Out arrow makes its first appearance, replacing the original no delay sign. Inspired by their new logo, In-N-Out associates adopt the sayings, the arrow points to pride, and we all work under the same arrow. In-N-Out celebrates a decade of growth in 1958 at their 10th anniversary, with five Southern California restaurants in the San Gabriel Valley. Fountain service replaces bottles. In 1958, bottle drinks become fountain. In-N-Out now offers a choice of Pepsi-Cola, Nesbitt Orange, and Hires Root Beer. A 12-ounce cup, without lid, costs a mere 10 cents. In 1961, the first animal-style burger is created in response to customer requests. To prepare your burger animal-style, In-N-Out mustard cooks the beef patty and adds your choice of hand-leaf lettuce and tomato. Plus, they add pickle, extra spread, and grilled onions. In 1961, Harry used plain paper as lap mats. At first, he takes the brown wax paper used to package his bakery buns and creates hand-cut lap mats for guests who choose to eat in their cars. Then he has an even better idea. Switching to pink butcher paper makes dining even more appealing on the bench seats common to cars of the time. In 1963, Double Double is on the store sign. Always committed to giving customers what they ask for, In-N-Out hangs a store banner early in 1963, inviting guests to try a double-double. Later, the popular new offering becomes an official part of the menu. In 1963, the patty-making facility opens. A new facility dedicated to providing an increasing number of guests with traditional In-N-Out quality begins operations using the freshest ingredients available. Up till now, each burger personally selected and ground under Harry's supervision has been hand-formed into patties by Esther, using a manual press. In 1970, character glasses are introduced. A collectible glass becomes the first in a long-running assortment of promotional glasses featuring character, 
movie, and holiday themes. The cost in 1970 was 29 cents with a Pepsi. All are collector's items today, but only the Christmas and Indiana Jones Temple of Doom glasses display the In-N-Out name. In 1971, the Irwindale drag strip thrives. The longtime association of In-N-Out with drag racing and classic cars builds on Harry's initial 1965 investment in the development of Irwindale drag strip. In-N-Out burgers were sold in the concession stands to racers and fans who spread their enthusiasm across the country. Harry's son Guy also begins developing a lifelong interest in cars and drag racing. In 1971, lap mats are used for customer service. A suggestion from a printing company inspires Harry to replace butcher paper lap mats with printed mats that offer helpful information to customers. Early mats featuring local maps with in and out locations would often wind up in glove boxes to help drivers find their way around town. In 1972, the first crossed palm trees are planted. One of founder Harry Snyder's favorite movies, It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, features characters racing to find treasure buried under four palm trees planted to resemble the letter W. Because each In-N-Out store is Harry's treasure, a tradition of planting cross palm trees in front of most In-N-Out locations begins. At the quarter century mark in 1973, In-N-Out has 13 restaurants open, all in Los Angeles County. Every restaurant is a two-lane, meaning it has two lanes for drive through customers, no dining room, and often a handful of small tables outside for guests. In 1974, the first cookout event happens. A grill, loaded onto a pickup truck, and accompanied by two of In-N-Out's earliest associates, launches the cookout department, with an event at Badillo School in Covina, California. Today, more than 10 fully supported cookout trucks and 125 associates serve venues and events ranging from schools, churches and charities, to weddings, birthdays and concerts. Also in 1974, the first Rose Parade cookout. In-N-Out fires up the grills on New Year's Eve of 1974 at its first Tournament of Roses Parade in Pasadena, California. Today, In-N-Out still feeds all of the tournament bands at Banfest every December 29th and 30th, and at the end of the Rose Parade every January 1st, plus both football teams in the Rose Bowl at the team feed. Also in 1974, In-N-Out changed to red aprons. The traditional colors of In-N-Out become part of each associate's uniform as red aprons replace white. Until now, uniforms have all been white except for black shoes and belts. 1975 sees milkshakes added to the menu. Real ice cream milkshakes officially joined the In-N-Out menu. Malts had previously been available at select locations for nearly a decade. Earlier, shakes had been mixed for customers right in their paper cups, requiring associates to have plenty of skill at avoiding ripping those cups during preparation. 1975 also sees the first t-shirt designed. A cartoon fryman designed by In-N-Out founder Harry Snyder becomes the first in a continuing series of popular t-shirts. After several years, Guy Snyder begins introducing new designs inspired by his love of cars and racing. Around 1984, announcing a new design from a top artist becomes an annual tradition. Today's In-N-Out customers can purchase shirts at all locations, including company stores in Baldwin Park and Las Vegas. In-N-Out's founder, Harry Snyder, passes away in December of 1976. 
His sons, Rich and Guy Snyder, take over as president and vice president, respectively. Harry's commitment to providing his customers with the freshest, highest quality foods and a spotless, sparkling environment has given the company's 18 restaurants a reputation for excellence. Harry's devotion to his associates, who are treated as family, is as important as his core values of cleanliness, quality, and service. The innovative spirit that inspired Harry to develop the two-way speaker for drive through customers and the commitment to quality he demonstrated by thoroughly inspecting and selecting meat and produce every morning in the early days have contributed to a legacy that will carry in and out toward the next century, guided by an unwavering dedication to its customers. A new era begins in 1979 when restaurant number 21 in Ontario becomes In-N-Out's first single drive lane location. After this, only 13 more restaurants were built without a dining room. Future restaurants now will also offer large, open, and comfortable dining areas where customers can sit down to enjoy their burgers. In 1984, In-N-Out University opens their building. Situated on the site where the Snyder's home stood in 1948, In-N-Out University gets its own building after operating just around the corner from store number one in 1977. Rich Snyder launches the new facility in December, ensuring that entry-level managers from all In-N-Out restaurants receive the training that lets their guests look forward to the highest quality food, cleanliness, and customer service. In-N-Out opens store number 32 in Placentia, California in 1984. It's the first of a handful without a drive through lane. As of 2012, five In-N-Out restaurants, all in California, are in this style. Laguna Hills, Mill Valley, Glendale, and San Francisco at Fisherman's Wharf, as well as the original Placentia location. In 1984, In-N-Out Foundation starts. Esther Snyder and her son Rich establish the Child Abuse Foundation, which later grows to become the In-N-Out Burger Foundation. Driven by Esther's belief that every child deserves a chance and a future, the Foundation's year-round fundraising efforts provide residential treatment, emergency shelter, foster care, and early intervention for children in need. With In-N-Out consistently paying 100% of the Foundation's administrative costs, Every cent raised goes directly to centers providing help to abused children. This includes millions of dollars over the last several years. In 1988, on June 17th, In-N-Out's 50th location opens in Thousand Palms, California. At this time, In-N-Out is serving customers across Southern California at stores in Los Angeles, Orange, San Bernardino, Riverside, and Ventura counties. In 1989, a company store at In-N-Out's original Baldwin Park location opens and provides a new source for the popular line of products that began with the first In-N-Out t-shirt in 1975 and grew with the introduction of annual t-shirt designs beginning around 1984. The In-N-Out company store now has three locations in addition to the online store, the original in Baldwin Park, California, and two in Las Vegas, Nevada. Today, In-N-Out fans can purchase everything from beach towels and board shorts to the oversized safety pins that secure their associates' aprons. In 1990, Mark Taylor opens a restaurant in West Covina. In-N-Out Burger No. 64 opens in West Covina, California on the I-10. The new restaurant has a prominent location that is highly visible from the freeway and features a large, one-of-a-kind split-level dining area. The manager for this leading-edge location is Mark Taylor. 
This restaurant served as an R&D launching ground for new equipment and customer service innovations. Mark led these many endeavors while also providing managerial leadership for one of the busiest locations in the company. Mark started his in-and-out career as an hourly associate, worked his way up to store manager, and then earned the opportunity to open this important restaurant. In the coming years, Mark will become division manager, general manager, vice president of operations, and finally, president and chief operating officer of In-N-Out Burger. In 1990, the Feed the Homeless program begins. Missions around Baldwin Park welcome In-N-Out cookout trailers, where associates prepare meals for the less fortunate. The program evolves to provide three mission cookouts a month, currently serving missions such as the Los Angeles Mission, Ventura Rescue Mission, and Long Beach Mission. In 1991, as part of Rich Snyder's commitment to make every guest visit to In-N-Out a great one, a new direct toll-free line becomes available every day from the time the first door opens until the last door closes. Still staffed by associates with first-hand experience working in their stores, they are fully empowered to take care of customers. The customer service line makes ensuring the quality of the In-N-Out experience as easy as a call to 1-800-786-1000. In 1992, In-N-Out's newest restaurant, Store Number 80, opens in November at 2900 West Sahara Boulevard in Las Vegas, Nevada. Guests can now enjoy the quality and freshness of an In-N-Out burger outside California. In 1993, Rich Snyder tragically passed away on December 15th. His dedication toward training In-N-Out managers to provide their guests with the highest quality service helped drive the establishment of In-N-Out University. Under his guidance, In-N-Out has grown to 93 locations. Guy Snyder assumes the position of chairman of the board and Esther Snyder becomes president. On November 10th, in 1994, Gilroy, California becomes home to the 100th In-N-Out restaurant when doors open at 641 Leavesley Road. In 1997, acclaimed architect Stephen Canner completes a landmark In-N-Out restaurant in Westwood, adjacent to the UCLA campus in Southern California. Located on Gailey Avenue, the building's angular design is a tribute to 1950s jet age architecture. In-N-Out reaches the half-century mark in 1998 with 134 restaurants and 5,498 associates. A commemorative t-shirt bears an image by artist Mark Davidson of a classic 1950s-era Woody station wagon in front of an in-and-out drive-thru. After 50 years, the company remains a family business, maintaining the dedication to quality and customer service that Harry Snyder established with his very first store. Guy Snyder tragically passes away on December 4, 1999. During his tenure as Chief Executive Officer, in-N-Out adds new locations and grows to a family of 140 restaurants. Guy is remembered for his commitment to quality and taste, as well as his passion for drag racing as a car owner and driver. He also created the not-so-secret menu item called the Flying Dutchman, two patties and two cheese slices without buns or condiments. Most of all, his legacy includes his relentless concentration on improving processes, procedures, and equipment throughout the company to achieve ever higher levels of quality and service for In-N-Out guests. At the start of the new millennium, on May 3, 2000, store number 143 opens in Lake Havasu City at 81101 London Bridge Road. 
In-N-Out now serves guests at locations in California, Nevada, and Arizona. In 2005, the 200th restaurant opens. The grand opening of a second In-N-Out location in Temecula, California marks the 200th restaurant in the family. Welcoming guests on December 30th, the store adds to a presence that extends from California to Nevada and Arizona. In keeping with the local spirit of each In-N-Out location, four of the first customers to try the drive through arrive on horseback. On August 4, 2006, Esther Snyder passes away at the age of 86, leaving a legacy of leadership and compassion. In the years before she married Harry Snyder in 1948, Esther served her country during World War II as a surgical nurse in the Women Accepted for Voluntary Emergency Service, or the WAVES program. With the creation of In-N-Out, her role in the company's success ranged from slicing the first potatoes and hand-forming meat patties to keeping the books and ultimately guiding the business as president all while being an incredibly loving mother. Supported by her powerful faith, Esther's commitment to others touched countless people through local schools, boys and girls clubs, medical organizations, and other groups, inspiring fond memories of her huge heart and generous spirit. In 2008, In-N-Out Burger is 60 years old with 223 restaurants in four states, California, Nevada, Arizona, and a new restaurant in Southern Utah. Even though In-N-Out has grown into four states, the company continues to adhere to the same principles that Harry and Esther Snyder established 60 years ago. Take great care of their customers and take great care of their associates while maintaining an intense focus on quality and freshness. Washington City is the first community in Utah to become home to an In-N-Out with store number 215. The new location at 822 West Telegraph Street begins serving Southern Utah on April 22, 2008. In 2010, Harry and Esther's granddaughter leads In-N-Out. As president, Lindsay leads In-N-Out into the next decade. She is always mindful of the trail that was blazed by her grandparents, father, and uncle. She tells it like this. First and foremost, I'd like to thank my grandmother and grandfather, Harry and Esther Snyder. Their vision, passion, and commitment set such a firm foundation for our company, and the core values that they established for us back in 1948 still guide us today. My grandfather was an incredibly hard worker who was passionate about quality. Back in the day, he hand-selected only the highest quality meat, cheese, and produce for his customers. My grandmother was always right there with her husband from the start, equally committed to quality and always making sure the In-N-Out associates were treated like family. Additionally, she was the driving force behind In-N-Out's philanthropic efforts, and today, the In-N-Out Burger Foundation still carries out her vision. I'd also like to thank my Uncle Rich and my dad, Guy Snyder. They lost their dad at a young age, but were both able to learn so much from him, and ultimately, both were able to make In-N-Out Burger much stronger. Rich was instrumental in setting us up for our future success by adding an even greater focus on our associates. His commitment to training was unparalleled, and the In-N-Out University operates today because of Uncle Rich's belief in the importance of training. My father, Guy, was just as passionate about quality as his dad. Dad was so fanatical about quality that he invested heavily in the company's quality assurance team. Today, our warehouse, meat department, and commissary teams only accept and deliver the freshest and highest quality products, resulting in the great-tasting burgers, fries, and drinks that our customers enjoy. Our state-of-the-art quality controls still have my dad's fingerprints all over them. 
I'm so blessed to have had such great family leaders come before me. Today I view a big part of my job as adhering to and living up to the high standards that have been built up over the past 64 years. But there is more to my vision for In-N-Out. We don't just want to live up to our own high standards, we want to exceed them. In 2011, Texans get two good reasons to celebrate on May 11th, as the state's first two In-N-Out restaurants open on the same day in Allen and Frisco. A brand new warehouse and patty making facility also opens up in Dallas, ensuring that these new restaurants and others that will follow can guarantee the same quality and freshness as stores closer to our original Baldwin Park facilities. In-N-Out Burger celebrates its 65th anniversary in 2013 and has 286 restaurants in five states, California, Nevada, Arizona, Utah, and Texas. After 65 years, Harry and Esther's philosophy of providing fresh food and friendly service continues to be the cornerstone on which the company stands. In 2014, a replica of the first restaurant opens. Step back in time at the replica of In-N-Out Burger's original drive through restaurant located in Baldwin Park, California. The first restaurant served customers from a space barely 10 square feet, introducing them to a taste of some of the freshest hamburgers around. The menu today offers made-to-order burgers, fries, and drinks prepared and served in the classic style guests have been enjoying since 1948. Visit this part of In-N-Out history for viewing and photos Thursday through Sunday between the hours of 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at 13752 Francisquito Avenue in Baldwin Park, California. On January 7th in 2015, In-N-Out celebrates the addition of its 300th restaurant and its second location in Anaheim, California. Their family of restaurants serves quality burgers, fries, and shakes across five states. On September 9th, 2015, In-N-Out Burger reaches its sixth date and celebrates the opening of the restaurant in Medford, Oregon. The Slave to Nothing Foundation was established in 2016 to help improve the lives of individuals and families affected by substance abuse and or human trafficking. The foundation helps bring hope to people for a better life, and that is one of the best ways to help communities become stronger, safer, and better places to live. Lindsay Snyder says, Being able to gather as a big family and know that if we move together and do this, that we can really change, we can change the world. In 2018, In-N-Out brings back a favorite from its early history. In-N-Out once again adds hot cocoa to the menu. First offered in the 1950s, the newly introduced version is made with high-quality cocoa from Ghirardelli and served with marshmallows. Kids under 12 can enjoy it for free on rainy days. This is the first menu addition since lemonade was added 15 years earlier. In 2018, In-N-Out celebrates 70 years since its first location opened its doors on October 27, 1948. In those seven decades, that single store has grown into 334 locations in six states. Still family-owned and now guided by Harry and Esther Snyder's granddaughter Lindsay, the company enters its eighth decade with the same commitment to its customers and associates and the same dedication to serving only the highest quality burgers, fries, and shakes made the old-fashioned way. With strong ties to California's car culture, having been the first drive-through in the state, In-N-Out and Hot Rod Magazine celebrate their 70th anniversaries together at the Auto Club Raceway in Pomona. The November 17th celebration features In-N-Out cookout trucks, a car show, live music, and a classic drag race. 
The powerful connection with car enthusiasts continues to be a strong part of the In-N-Out heritage today. And that is the historical timeline of In-N-Out Burgers. From that first day in October of 1948 through today, In-N-Out is known for only serving fresh meat, produce, hamburger buns, and potatoes. None of the ingredients used for their hamburgers or french fries are ever frozen or pre-made. All orders are served on a made-to-order basis. During their entire history, In-N-Out has never equipped any of their restaurant kitchens with freezers, microwave ovens, or heat lamps. Food is prepared in each store with fresh ingredients in a straightforward, time-honored fashion that they are now famous for. In May 2020, it was confirmed by In-N-Out that they would open their first Colorado store in Colorado Springs sometime in November of 2020. The chain has decided to establish at least five locations around the Denver area. Growing up in the San Gabriel Valley in the 1960s and 70s, I have fond memories of enjoying many meals as a kid with my family and in my teen years at In-N-Out. We would often go and order from the walk-up window and eat at their outdoor tables, or we would go through the drive through and order to take it home, which meant at the time they would put a cover over the open box they packaged your hamburgers and french fries in. During the early 1960s, our family frequented store number 2 in Covina on Arrow Highway just west of Grand Avenue, which was relocated in 1980 to its present location on Grand Avenue just south of Arrow Highway. In the mid-1960s, we frequented store number 6 in Azusa on Azusa Avenue at Paramount Avenue. Beginning in the early 1970s, we went to store 7 in La Puente on Amar Road, store number 11 in Hacienda Heights on Gale Avenue, and store number 15 in Diamond Bar on Golden Springs Drive beginning in about 1974. When I moved to Orange County in the early 1990s, we frequented store number 17 on Bristol Avenue in Santa Ana, store number 37 in Westminster on Westminster Boulevard, store number 59 in Orange on Chapman Avenue, store number 63 in Tustin on El Camino Road, store number 133 in South Santa Ana on Bristol in the 90s, and finally, store number 182 in North Orange on Tustin Avenue most recently. One of the remarkable things about eating at any In-N-Out location is you can always count on their consistency. With every location family-owned and operated, In-N-Out maintains its renowned commitment to quality at every location it operates. Rick Schneider was quoted as saying that In-N-Out won't commit to open a location until its manager and team is already identified. He believed the chain's expansion is incumbent on the growth of its team members and not the number of locations it operates. Well known in the hot rod community, In-N-Out and the Snyder family, particularly Guy and his daughter Lindsay, are icons in the racing scene with Lindsay having a sweet private car collection. In a November 2018 Fox News interview at the Auto Club Raceway at Pomona Fairplex, where In-N-Out was celebrating its 70th anniversary in collaboration with Hot Rod Magazine also celebrating their 70th anniversary, Lindsay was asked by the reporter what her perfect burger and burnout pairing would be. Lindsay quickly replied with a smile 
1966 Chevelle with a blown engine and a double burger with extra spread, pickles, and chopped chilies only. So, the next time you are at the counter of your favorite In-N-Out, you might want to order a double burger, Lindsay style. Well, that's our story of In-N-Out. Its slogan, Quality You Can Taste, certainly represents truth in advertising. In our next episode, we will feature another iconic Southern California burger chain, San Diego-based Jack in the Box. Founded in San Diego in 1952, Jack in the Box is an early Southern California drive through chain that focuses on serving hot food fast with friendly service without its customers having to ever get out of their cars. With a much more extensive menu than other local burger chains, Jack in the Box has expanded throughout California and beyond. Jack in the Box continues today to be a dominant player in the Southern California fast food scene. With over 2,200 locations throughout several Western United States, Jack in the Box serves a lot of hungry customers every day. Please join us again as we tell the story of Jack in the Box on the next episode of the Hamburgers and Hot Rods podcast. That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed your time with us today. You can visit us online at hamburgersandhotrods.com. There, you can check out our show notes, listen to our complete show library, or watch the YouTube video versions of each of our shows. You can also check out all of the various podcast platforms where our show can be heard. Until next time, thanks for listening. We'll see you then.